attend hiring events, job fairs, register with college campuses, go to networking groups where the people hang out that you need to hire, become an investigator and a true detective on where the people are that you need to find and hire. Welcome to Hiring School, a weekly podcast about recruiting for non-recruiters. I'm Jackie Koch, and I have over 15 years of experience prospecting talent and building teams for Fortune 500 companies, startups, and small businesses in all different types of industries. I'm the founder and CEO of People Principles, where I help founders scale and lead their teams with programs, courses, and boutique agency services. My goal is to simplify the hiring and team building process so that you, founders, and not so solopreneurs, can implement modern, effective, and efficient hiring strategies that help you build the team that you want to help you scale. If you can't seem to find the right job candidates or simply don't know where to start, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Hiring School Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Koch. And today's episode, we are going to chat a bit about where to find qualified candidates to fill the open seats on your team. You have hopefully listened to some of the other podcasts that have gotten you ready to even think about hiring. And now we're going to really get to the nitty gritty about where to start finding them. And what a loaded topic this is. And I will do my best to answer. Although, honestly, the answer to where do I find the people to fill my open seats is it depends. I know. Always the answer to every HR question or legal question, right? It depends, but it really does. But what I'm going to do on this podcast in this episode is give you my go-to tips on what I've done to fill jobs in the past, what I think we need to do going forward, and what I do whenever I have a client that has hired me to fill their jobs or what I've done in the past working in-house. So let's dive right in. Overall, there's really just two ways to fill the job. You need to go and find the talent or they find you and they learn about your open job. That's really it. You go find them or they find you. And when I'm recruiting for my clients and the majority of people who are in recruiting spend the majority of their time focused on going and finding the candidate. And that's a really interesting thing to start with because if you're a small business owner, your first thought I'm sure is, where do I post the job? How do I get applicants? And honestly, especially in today's recruiting market, for people who are recruiting and filling jobs for a living, and even the small businesses are actually filling their jobs, I would venture to guess they're spending a lot of their time finding the people to fill the job. So I'm going to start with this because it is probably where you didn't even realize something you could do. So here are three things or three ways that you can typically find candidates without them seeing a job posting and applying to your job. And I'm going to start with where I spend the bulk of my time. And I don't necessarily think that everyone listening to this podcast will do this, but I do think there's some nuggets in here that you can take away from and figure out ways that you could apply some of the tactics that I use to your hiring process. So the first thing I do when I have a new job that I need to recruit for 
is I think of companies that I want to poach people from. I create company lists. Where do people work who could be good at this job? What industries is my business in or the business of my client in? And who are the great players in that space that are known for creating great employees or creating a great culture or even just lists of different similar types of businesses. So I create company lists and target company lists on where I want to poach people from. And then I also think about all of the different job titles somebody may have that correlates to the job that I have. So for example, if you are hiring for a sales position, there's a million different titles, right? It could be account executive, a sales rep. Sometimes account managers are actually doing sales. It could be a sales coordinator, an account coordinator. Like there's a bunch of different titles and businesses and industries call similar jobs, different things based on either their company or their industry. So I will create two lists, one of target companies I want to poach from and two different job titles that somebody might have that is doing the job I need to recruit for. And then I go on to LinkedIn or Google or, you know, the internet. (laughs) And I look for people who work at these companies that I have targeted. And I look for people who are in similar jobs at these companies. And then I look to see if I can send them a message some way, right? So on LinkedIn, you can send people messages. There's other tools that allow you to get email addresses for people. You could probably Google and find email addresses. I'm sure you've all gone down a rabbit hole stalking an ex-boyfriend or somebody, right? You can get pretty crafty when it comes to finding people's contact information. So go down the rabbit hole and try doing that. And that is literally what recruiters do. They reach out to people who are not actively, they may be actively looking for work, but they haven't actively applied for your job. And we call these passive candidates. These are candidates who may be interested if they know that your job is open, but someone's got to tell them because they're probably not looking on job boards. They're probably not going to see your job posting if they're mediocrely happy in their job or even happy in their job. So that is what recruiters do all day, all day, all day. And for me, I've been doing this for over 15 years. So my network is pretty big. So I do have the ability to go to my network or I know somebody I can't even tell you how many times a new job comes available for a client. I'm like, oh, remember I spoke to this candidate five years ago, not even shitting you, I did this. Five years ago, I talked to this candidate and I think they could be a good fit for this role. And I reached out to them. And so that's what recruiters do all day. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not a recruiter. And that is quite okay. You can still implement parts of this strategy, right? So think about the companies you love that you would love to hire somebody from. If you are looking for my hairstylist, for example, she listens to the podcast. So, hey, Lisa, but there's a salon she's gone to and she's loved the experience there. And she wanted to reach out to the person that gave her a blowout. And so she's like, can I reach out to them? I was like, yes, 100% you can send them an Instagram message. Like it is okay to poach people. I do have two rules about poaching people. You never want to poach somebody's employee who that you need the relationship with for some reason. 
if they kind of know you or they don't even know who you are, whatever, not a big deal. But if they could potentially be a client of yours or you guys are referring people back and forth, if you guys have some sort of a professional or personal relationship, I probably wouldn't try to poach their employees because that's just kind of wrong, but it is totally acceptable to go out and poach people and talk to them, right? Like, remember, you're also giving this person an opportunity for a different job and you don't know if they're happy in their current job. So reaching out to people is totally acceptable. Go to LinkedIn. And if you do not have a LinkedIn profile, you got to get on that train. Molly and I talked about this in the last episode, but you have to get on LinkedIn if you have a business because people will search for you. Most businesses need to have a LinkedIn. I'm not going to say every single service-based business does, but a lot of them do. And you can start sending people messages. Make sure you're sending tailored messages to each person. They can tell when it's a, you know, just a customized template that you're not adding any personality to it or anything like that. So send a tailored message and tell them that you'd love for them to consider coming to work for you. It's totally okay to ask people directly if they'd be open to considering a new job. It's not taboo. It's not weird. Literally happens all the time. I also reach out to people on Instagram, on TikTok, other social media, other digital efforts. I reach out to people and just say, hey, I'm recruiting for a job. I think your background could be a good fit. Would you mind taking a look? And the key to this is they typically don't follow up on the first time. So I have no problem sending a second or a third note. I usually don't send more than three. And the majority of the time they respond after the second or third message. So I know that's a lot of time that you probably don't have, but just know that is how recruiters are doing it. And so if you want to start recruiting in that way and hiring in that way, there's some pro tips for you. Power to you. It's definitely something that you can implement in your business as a business owner, and you don't need to be a recruiter to do that. I mentioned this, but there are some tools that allow you to find personal email addresses, contact out, Zoom info, things like that. I know it sounds creepy, but it works. I send out literally hundreds of emails to candidates I've never met, but I've gotten their email address from a platform every single month. Like I think this month I've reached out to 400 new candidates and sometimes they're really mean to me (laughs) when they respond. Sometimes they're not. And when they're not friendly, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But I just remind myself that literally all I did was reach out to them about a job. How dare I do such a terrible thing? How dare I reach out to you about a job? I should have pulled up some of the emails I've gotten back from people. Like people are just mean, but whatever. Bless and release. I reached out to them about a job. It was a nice thing. It's not a bad thing. And that's what I tell myself all the time. It doesn't actually bother me, but it might bother you at first if that happens to you. So who cares? So first thing you do for reaching out to candidates is when you're focused on finding candidates is you reach out to them, find the people that want you want to work for or work with you and send them notes and reach out to them. The second thing you can do is leverage your network. Ask people, who do you know who could be a good employee for me? Who do you know who's done social media? Do you know anybody who does X, Y, Z? Or if you know that there's another business that you know of that you love the way their social media is done, ask them like, hey, who does your social media? How did you find that person? Like ask people who they know and ask them to introduce you to people. 
And then ask your employees, create a referral bonus for them. If you have jobs open, offer them $500 if they refer anybody and they work for you for 90 days. That is what lots of companies do. And especially your good employees, they're not going to refer a bad employee. They don't want it to look bad on them. And good people know good people. So ask your employees who they know and offer them a referral bonus to refer people to come work for your business. Post on social media, create posts, stories, emails, content regularly to turn your fans into applicants. You really have to treat this like you would any other sales and marketing campaign. And you have to do it more than just once. Don't just post a story about your open job once and nobody responds or sends in their application and you're disappointed. Like you gotta do it regularly. And think about creative ways to give people a snapshot of what your business does and what it's like to work with you. Like what are cool things that happen on your team? What will they get involved in? Don't just like put a post up with a laundry list of job duties and directions on how to apply and do not make the application process a million times long. Like I think last episode we talked about, or maybe not last episode, one of the episodes, like the majority of the, of candidates, I don't remember the stat, but like, 50% drop off if it takes more than five minutes to apply for a job. That doesn't mean that they're crappy candidates. It means that the good candidates have options and they're not going to spend that much time applying for your job. So don't just list a laundry list, like make it fun and make people want to learn more, stand out and be different when you're posting that. So leverage your network, your personal network and ask your employees for referrals. And then the last thing is like attend hiring events, job fairs, register with college campuses, Go to networking groups where the people hang out that you need to hire. Become an investigator and a true detective on where the people are that you need to find and hire. So those are ways that I and other recruiters and you can go out and find the people for the open job that you have. So the second part you want to do while you're actually looking for people too. So it's it's not a, a this or that, it's a this and this, right? So while you're leveraging your network, while you're reaching out to people, while you're doing the passive outreach for people, you're also gonna want to do the things you need to do to make sure candidates are aware that your company exists. Like, don't forget, a lot of people don't know about your company if you're fairly small and that's okay. You just gotta make sure they know and make sure that you make them aware of the jobs that you're recruiting for. And so that's the second piece. Let the candidate find you, make them aware of you. And it usually involves paying to post your job on job boards. And I could honestly do an entire episode on job boards. I mean, honestly, I don't even know if I could do a whole episode because there's so many and I haven't even tried them all. But I went ahead and I created a G sheet of the job boards that are out there. And I put a link to it on my website. So you can go to my website and enter in your email and get access to this G sheet. Like there are thousands of job boards. And I literally uncover new ones every single day. There are job boards for every single niche, location, like everywhere. And it's impossible to tell you about all of them on this or 
the ones that you should use because it depends on the job you have the, are the job boards that you should use. But if you head to my website, peopleprinciples.co, you will find an opt-in there for you to enter your email and to get access to that G sheet. And I will do my best to keep that bad boy up to date regularly, but it changes all of the time. So head there. So basically when you post to a job board, you pay one of two ways. You post it for a duration of time, say 30 days, 60 days, usually it's like 30 days, or you pay per click. I would say the average cost of a job board is about $500 a month to have a job posted for 30 days. Either way you do it, whether it's 30 days or you pay per click, I actually don't have a very strong opinion one way or the other, which is best. I think it just depends on the job board specifically. There are also free job boards, especially if you're trying to like reach a niche demographic like vegans. There's veganjobs.com. That's free. There's handshake.com is where you can post to different college campuses. So there's definitely some free job boards on that list. I don't know if I have it up to date already with if it's free or paid. I'll see if I can add that easily. And if so, I'll add that to that G sheet. But either one is good, to be honest. I don't, like I said, I don't have one strong opinion or the other as to how you pay, but a good rule of thumb of where to post. And at least in my experience is the more specialized or nuanced the job is, the more niche the job board likely is. So general job boards like Indeed or ZipRecruiter or Monster are really great for general roles like administrative assistants, office assistants, customer service roles, you know, any type of labor workers, trades, like very good for those things. But I definitely don't typically see success posting a software engineer job there or a digital marketing role, those sites I usually don't see a lot of great candidates from. Don't come at me angry if you work for one of these places. I'm not trying to criticize you. It's just been my experience. You can also pay to sponsor a job on LinkedIn, which I think is really great for professional roles. You're probably not going to find people to come work, you know, in a trades role or something like that if you post on LinkedIn, but any sort of professional role would be like an administrative role, you know, those types of things. Definitely a good place to post is LinkedIn. And there's so many other ones. Like there are places to post, like I said, for like specialty things or groups of people. So like there's vegan job boards. There are job boards that focus only on companies who are promoting sustainability. We work remotely for, you know, remote first jobs. There's job boards for moms looking to get back into the workforce. Like there are job boards for almost everything. And if you Google it, you'll find them for sure. And then there's also newsletters. So if you're like a part of a newsletter for whatever industry that you're in, 
they oftentimes have a job section, right? Where you can advertise a job and it gets blasted out in an email blast or talked about on a podcast or talked about on their social media. So look at some of those newsletters that you love, that you get that are relevant to your industry of your business and see if there's a place for you to list that. I have done that and definitely um, seen success specifically in some like tech and business and startups and D2C newsletters for some of my clients. Definitely have seen that go well for sure. And then the last two things you can do when you're trying to, to get people to hear about you is you can hire a recruiter. If you don't have the time to do the posting and do the reach outs, you can hire a recruiter to help you fill fill the role. And there are recruiters who specialize in any type of roles. Like truly, there really are. You definitely will pay money for this, but they are the ones doing the heavy lifting. You're essentially outsourcing that part of your business for a short period of time. You don't have to do it, right? They usually will give you a short list of qualified people for you to interview. Some recruiters are better than other recruiters. And that really just comes with with trial and error and, and getting referrals for sure. But you can most definitely hire a recruiter to fill the job. Most work on a percentage of a base salary. I have strong opinions on why I hate that model, but that is a conversation for another time. But essentially, you know, the fee you pay oftentimes is a percentage of that employee's first year salary. And you typically pay it after that person starts. And they usually guarantee the hire for a certain amount of time for the most part. And on the note of recruiters, I feel like a lot of times small businesses don't realize that there are companies you can hire to provide you with temporary staffing. And so if your business kind of ebbs and flows, you know, you have shift workers and certain seasons are busier than others, or even like if you're tax, you need more people during tax time and your business just ebbs and flows. There are temporary staffing agencies that you can typically get some candidates from. Folks who want temporary jobs oftentimes are looking for a full-time job. So sometimes it's not, I wouldn't count on a temporary staffing firm to be your long-term solve, right? But it's really great for shifts in, in your hiring needs and, and the types of people that you need, or I guess not even types, but the amounts of people that you need. And then you can also find contract labor. There's websites. I don't know if this exists everywhere in the US, but in, in LA, when I was living there, there was a site called Wanalo where I could post that I needed somebody to come in and help with XYZ for three weeks, four weeks, a month, however long it was. And it would go out to different contractors and they would accept the job. It wasn't something I could really interview people for. So it needed to be a job that could be easily taught and trained to somebody for sure. But that is something that's an option. And then you can also use freelancing sites like Upwork, or I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones. I've used Upwork and it's been really great where if you want to try out somebody for a short project, you can do that as well. And there's a bunch of those out there for sure. So there are so many ways to find people to fill your jobs. Now we are in a very tight market. So you definitely have to do a blend of everything that I've discussed in order to fill the jobs. And I think I've already shared this, but gone are the days that you can just post a job on one job ad for 30 days and be guaranteed to find your hire. It doesn't work like that anymore. You've got to do a blend of everything. And 
honestly, I don't see us ever going back to the days where you could just post a job on one job board, add 30 questions to weed out the band candidates and find your hire. Definitely going to have an entire podcast about breaking that bad habit. Hopefully most of you listening to this podcast don't even have that bad habit. So you're like, what are you talking about? But if you've been hiring for some time, especially for some large companies, like that is probably what you were taught. And I think you should be untaught that. I don't think it's working anymore. So the last piece of advice I'll give to you is this. You should make sure you're including employer branding into all of your marketing efforts now. Like even if you are not hiring, you should be starting this before you need to hire. Think about the things that you're putting out on the internet that you're putting in your marketing materials and your sales materials to make it possible so that whenever you're talking to anybody or anyone sees any of your social media or marketing posts, they're like, wow, it'd be really cool to work for her someday or him someday or that company someday. Like think about the things that you're putting out there and put it into your marketing plans, even before you're ready to hire. Think about how you can weave your company culture into the marketing plans. How can you start to have your team talk about why they love working for you? Get them talking about what they're working on, the projects they're working on, why they love it. And start doing that stuff that markets you as an employer of choice before you need to hire. That way you have people who are paying attention and waiting for a job posting to become available so they can throw their name in the hat. That is really my biggest piece of advice to you. If you're growing a business, start trying to weave in employer branding to everything now, create a jobs page, you know, do that stuff right now so that when you're ready to hire, you already have people who, who are excited to learn about it. So that was a lot of stuff packed into a short amount of time. That is not an exhaustive list of how you can find people for your jobs, but it is definitely most of the tips and the tricks that I've used. And hopefully you've learned a few things that you can apply to your business. I'm so grateful that you tuned into this episode. And as always, please do me a solid go to hiring school on Apple Podcasts and give me a rate and a review. It is how we will grow. People will learn about us and it's how people will become better at hiring. And we're going to start to throw some how to be a good boss topics in here too. So let's help everybody become better bosses along the way by sharing the hiring school podcast with them. You can follow me on Instagram at people principles and visit our website at hiringschool.com and I'll see you next week.